Good morning, and welcome to another fresh, super fresh episode of Music to My Beers. I am Zach Miller, alongside Warren Cluck. Good morning, my friend. We don't have 100% attendance in these quarantine times, but we're doing the best we can. We managed to get the show together for a little bit this week, and uh, we're proud to bring you another episode of quarantined Music to My Beers. Yeah. Got out, out, uh, you know, a little earlier in the week for some recording sessions and... It's fun. I'm starting to really hit my quarantine drinking groove. Oh, yeah. And I start plotting. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but I start plotting out my routes because, like, Friday this week is my big beer buying week, you know, uh-huh. payday and whatnot. Yeah. But uh, I start plotting out, all right, I'm going to call, place an order for this here. I'm going to then swing over here and get this beer and pick this up. And now, now getting like beer for the weekend has turned into a three hour, you know, jaunt around town. But I'm starting to really get in the groove and st- sort of like learn to plan ahead and get this. And, uh, and it's funny. And also, I'm drinking more of it than I ever have before. Yeah. Oh, I feel you. I mean, I, I'm like going to come out of quarantine an extra 15 to 20 pounds heavier. Um, well, and the scuttlebutt around the office, Zach, is that you were always underweight, so you could probably <laughs> probably stand again. So I'm ready for that summer bod. It's good to be here for another episode of Music to My Beers. We have a lot to get to. We have to get to our chick pick. We have to get to the pick six. We have to get to the B movie. Oh, so much show to do. Happy Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Michiana's first, first best, 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 best and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. This is music to my beers. A fresh, not rerun episode. Uh, thank you for joining us. I'm Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. And uh, how you holding up, buddy? I'm doing all right. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. No, it's like been like two week increments sometimes that we haven't seen each other, and you know their stories start collecting, and you know what we've been drinking, and I feel all bad. that fun stuff. I don't want to say like two ships passing in the night, but I'll see you uh, check in some beers on Untapped. I'm like, there's my little buddy still out there yeah. drinking some booze. <laughs> Uh, it's fun. Since the last time we did the show, I've had a couple of social distancing beers with some people. I mean, we've oh. all, all of us have been doing the Zoom call like, hey, what are you drinking? I'm getting drunk. Power hour. You take <laughs> yeah. a drink. We all drink. But uh, I, have, I haven't had any friends over to the house in, geez, like month, month and a half now, however long this has been going on. But for the last week and a half... I have. We have a couple of friends that are also doing the self-quarantine thing. When they come over, we start doing, and I'll tie in the episodes of The Last Dance to this, when <laughs> Phil Jackson explains the triangle offense, that's how we move about my garage. Like when it's someone needs a beer, you move closer to the beer fridge and people shuffle over. But we're doing the six feet of distancing thing, but it's really weird to have people over and like have fun, have a conversation, have a few beers, but also try to keep that in mind. You're like, you know, it's... A little bit, little bit cognizant of the times we're living in, but uh, it's it's been fun, weird, but also fun. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I've seen people around our neighborhood. That's one thing that I've noticed has picked up quite a bit. Is people kind of just are walking around open container. Yeah, can I say that? Yeah, it's like Marty. Okay. It's like Mardi Gras. Okay, because because just in our neighborhood, it's not like they're going anywhere. It's just they're walking the dog out around the neighborhood, and we'll wave at somebody. And I think. Who was saying uh, yesterday was grill out Saturday or something where you get the grill on your front lawn? Oh. And then you just. You it's like share a hot dog, get a hot dog? Exactly, yeah. Kind of just hang out, but like keep your social distance. So the neighbor across the street from me, they had their grill out and everything. And so it's kind of just. Wasn't it weird? Isn't it weird now that you've been in quarantine for, geez, a month and change now? You started to realize look how many people live in this neighborhood that you <laughs> never otherwise see. 
there are families in my neighborhood that have kids. I had no idea these children existed, but now I see them out playing every day. I'm like, hey. Yeah. And the weather's nicer and everything, too, so that, of course, people want to come out of their homes. Yeah, and, and you're right. The social, uh, the beers are on the neighborhood. It's cool. I guess it's cool now, man. It's, you know, I think what it is is people understand and they have a lot better things going on than maybe having a couple of crispy boys walking around the neighborhood. It's true. <laughs> but it's been super fun, and uh, I'm still trying to keep my drinking somewhat controlled, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I like I like to look forward to the weekend, to think, all right, it's Friday, it's beer time. Yeah, pop some tabs. Yeah, and I spent four days this week plotting out my course. I was like an old mariner. I'm like, all right, got to chart my course to get the maximum efficiency out of these beer gathering times. But if I find out, like, well, I've got to run here. I'm going to be close to this store, and I've gotten the hang of now calling ahead at Citywide Downtown, placing nice. my order, stopping by to pick it up, and uh, if I'm going to be driving by the U, swinging in for a growler fill if I can, and it's it's not the worst. The one thing I miss real bad is going into a store and saying, I don't know what I want, mm-hmm. and then just like an idiot standing in a Belmont <laughs> for 20 minutes, just looking at stuff and thinking, have I had this? Have I not had this? Did I have this? Was it good? It's like and, a Toys R Us for adults. Yeah. It's like, remember, going and looking at all the toys that you weren't ever going to buy, but you're just going to hang out and, and check them out. Yeah. Like, I want that sometime. And even seeing what they have on special, and now mm-hmm. with all the tables in front of the, on the, on the liquor stores, you got to kind of know what-ish, what, what you want, because the last thing you want to do is <laughs> have five people behind you, six feet apart, also waiting in line while you hem and haul over, you know, whatever your, your order is going to be, but... Uh, you know, this this isn't the worst. I'm starting to get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we you've been, you've been getting, our drinking yeah, stuff. You've had beer deliveries at your house. What's the furthest you've gone for a, a beer? Mm, I think the second weekend this this went on, I I drove all the way to Bear Hands from my house, which south side of South Bend. It's it's a bit of a haul just for beer. Yeah, but I I kept telling myself, hey, I'm supporting local business. This is essential travel. <laughs> Now I try to be a little smart about it, and if if I'm going to go somewhere for something, if I'm at a grocery store here, mm-hmm. then also swing by. But uh, it'll probably be a couple more weeks, and I'll lose my patience and be like, I want a beer from Transient. I'm going to drive to Bridgman. I'm going to Elkhart. <laughs> I need a crawler of Yakida. I'm going. Yeah. And and also, you know, the first couple of weeks, you kind of get freaked out. Like, how, are, how serious are people about this essential travel? Are they going to mm-hmm. pull me over? Am I going to get a ticket? But now, as long as you're chill about it, I think it's uh, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. We finally got everything we wanted as beer drinkers. Home delivery. Yes. We can have, place orders ahead, pay for them ahead. It's going to be interesting when we come out on the other side of this, how many of this, how much of this stuff s- sticks around. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I know Governor Holcomb has made an exception so that uh, places like Hop Station, which, by the way, you can treat like a liquor store now. Oh, really? Yeah, I was there uh, last weekend, and I walked in, and I, and I was, you know, you walk into Hop Station, there's uh, DJ and Casey behind the bar. They're doing growler and howler fills. And then there's the cooler of the single stuff. And I said, hey, can I take a peek over your shoulder and see what's there? He goes, oh, no, we're a liquor store now. You can just walk over there and pick out what you want. Whoa. Yeah, so you walk behind it. <laughs> I'm like, well, three of these, four of these. But it was super fun. That is awesome. That's sweet. That's Wow, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and, and you know, obviously when things go back to normal, some of this stuff might stick around. Some of it might not. I can totally see them keeping uh, home beer delivery. I think that that would be note to all breweries out there. If you could do home beer delivery and, and keep that up at least from like a five mile radius maybe or like yeah they, like within reason i think that that's totally awesome yeah because then you're at home maybe you had a few and you want to stay safe just yeah. have the brewery come to you that's right uh we have a lot of music to my beers to get to thank you for joining us on this sunday deep into quarantine i remember when this thing started zach and i are like ah it'll be a couple weeks we'll be done <laughs> and now here we are bro in a changed world we're we're in a new season even didn't wasn't this even before uh, spring hit? And now we're yeah, we we celebrated the solstice, <gasps> equinox. 
Equifax. One of the one of the two Equifax. Yeah, <laughs> one of the credit reporting bureaus. That was. Uh, you're right. It's a totally new season, and now we're we're into spring, and summer's right around the corner. Hopefully, we're getting close. Yeah. Now it's, I know this has taken us all out of our routine, and you and I are big. We're, we're our drinking changes as the seasons go on, and now mm-hmm. that we're into spring and heading into summer, you get into the lighter beers, the wheat beers. Uh, it's been what three weeks of spring now. I haven't had a single Oberon just yet. No, no, no Oberon. Not not yet. Oh, it's good. It's 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 one of those things that I feel like I had it um a couple weeks ago when we had that big like heat wave kind of thing that happened over the weekend oh, where it was yeah. like sixty sunny, beautiful. I had one then and it was good. I, I didn't check in with Larry Bell and do the whole uh, cheers at you know three twenty three or whenever that was that he had had the that vir- event. The virtual cheers. The virtual cheers. But it's it's good, and this year it's uh, it's just a solid. I didn't fruit it this time because I didn't really have any fruit. Right. I was going to use clementines, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a, a quarantine twist on an old classic. Yeah, put a cl- clementine in my beer, a whole one. A little cutie goes into my beer. No, and I, and I mentioned earlier that you know because you're you're not allowed to slack jaw browse anymore inside of a bottle shop. That would have been a sixer that I would have grabbed because mm-hmm. I would have been thinking, oh, it's Oberon season. I should grab some of this. The only time I've seen it uh, and actually thought about it was I was at Costco and I thought I don't know if I want to commit to 24 of these bad boys like because Oberon for me is one of those beers even since I was in college where you like it one year and then next year it's it's not so much and I don't know if it's because my palate's changed since 2002 2003 or or because the beers have have evolved I don't look forward to it as much as I used to it's still nice to have a couple every year and sort of check in and see and see what Bells is doing with their Oberon they say they don't really change it or they evolve it just a little bit and there have been years that you can hold it up to a light and see through it, and other years that you can't. Oh, we gotta we gotta get an investigative journalism type thing going on and see if we can get in. Can we get the inside scoop? Can we write off a mini keg? Right. <laughs> we need this for research purposes. Yeah. <laughs> Just split between the two of us. And yeah, now we're getting into the like more of the Mexican lagers and some of the lighter beers. I know I saw uh, Sequench from Dogfish Head on on shelves recently. Ooh. I thought, oh yeah, we're getting into that that real nice like lighter drinking weather. Well, we got Cinco de Mayo coming up on Tuesday, so that's going for us, right? This is now the second big boozy holiday we've had to spend. St. <gasps> Patty's Day canceled. Cinco de Mayo canceled. July Fourth better be nuts, right? Everybody's going to be out. I'm not going to say anything because I distinctly remember. I think it was the first weekend of this. You and I were on this very program saying, "Oh, things will be fine by Cinco de Mayo." I'm knocking on wood now. I'm knocking they're on wood. worse than they've ever been. <laughs> I know it's what it's one of those things. Do you ever think back of like when you would go out for a beer at like someplace like uh, LKT or Fiddlers or Hop Station and just enjoy a beer around other people? Do you think back on like those times? Yeah, and part of me wonders if I'm going to miss it or how willing I'm going to be to go out and uh, engage in that type of behavior as soon as everything opens. And I was laughing with Jason earlier this week. I don't think I'm going to be one of the first wave of people that head out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when the governor's like, all right, Friday at 5, baby, we're all good to go. Woo! Yeah, I might wait a week or two to see how it goes, but... Uh, I guess that's just the the coward in me. I'm a scared human being, but also <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I might try. You know what? I, I'll try. I'll try the outdoor patios, the outdoor seating. Mm. You know, that's kind of a way of getting around, getting out, dipping your toe into the water a little bit. And it's fun if you're one of those guys that uh, doesn't either spend a lot of time around your house. And I know that uh, a couple of my friends have taken this quarantine opportunity to improve their drinking environment, their habitat. Whether Lucky. It's bu- well, whether it's building like a new fire pit in the backyard or, or or getting a better beer storage situation, this is a great time to go through and think, all right, 
what am I doing? I've spent a lot of time here, and there's a pretty good chance this is going to happen again, so maybe I should <laughs> you know, make preparations. One of the things I'm definitely going to do is the things sort of head back to normal. I'm going to invest in some home gym equipment. I always thought it was a waste, mm-hmm. but now that I can't go, I'm thinking, oh, I should have got that, the, that treadmill. That elliptical for the house would have been pretty awesome to kind of keep my beer weight off. But now I'm going to prepare. You know, you got to prepare for the uh, the. It's also going to be really, really crappy to have to go through and restock my beer cellar. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've been laying some van damage on that. Yeah. yeah I think I've got about <laughs> three more weeks of quarantine before I'm starting to survive. Like, well, all I have left are Dark Lord variants and some proprietors from from Bourbon County. And then I <laughs> guess I got to drink this, my third beer in the afternoon. Ooh. Yeah. We've got a lot of music to my beers to get to. Thank you for joining us for another fresh quarantine edition. We have to get to the Chick Pick, Zach's News and Notes. We have Pick 6 to get to, and the B-Movie is next. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. This is Real Rock 103.9 The Bears, Music to My Beers, fresh in quarantine. I am Cluck with Zach, and thank you for joining us. This is a corner of the show. One of the first little notches we have uh, to get through a, uh, an episode of Music to My Beers. We like to break down uh, a classic movie or what's been more often the case, not classic movie, just a movie in general. Pair it with beer, give it a rating, and then we call this monster the B-movie. And I'm going to go first on this week's selection because this is one of my all-time favorite movies. When I was a child, it was like, unleash your imagination and just run. It was scary. It had ups and downs. You were pumping your fists. Uh, from 1984, The NeverEnding Story. Oh, man. The most shocking thing about what we're about to tell you is that Zach has never seen it. How old are you, 33, 32? I am going to be 34 next week. Well, I know. well birthday alert, Zach Miller. <laughs> <laughs> But you've never seen it. I've never seen it. No, I've seen uh, I've seen Princess Bride, and I, I those two kind of came out around the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. Early, and, early '80s was a great time for kids' movies. Yeah, and uh, Dark Crystal maybe was another one that came out. Yeah, never saw it. Uh, the whole story centers on this kid who, on his way to uh, school, he tries to duck bullies. He goes into a bookstore. He hides out in the attic. There's a storm, and he starts reading this book. And he's going through the story, and you're following along, and. There are several points in this movie that will stick with you until the day you die if you're a kid. Like when uh, when the giant stone man is holding out his hands, and he's like, these strong hands. You know, I couldn't hold on to my friends. The nothing came and took them. Oh. You're, you're just... It's awful. And then uh, he has a horse that drowns in a swamp. I remember bawling my eyes out because he's trying to save his horse, and his horse is just not having any of it. Finally gives up. He's tired. He sinks. But then there are other times when he's trying to walk through, like, the, uh, the, the orc guards, and they start to, and they'll zap you if you're not pure, and you see it happen, and then you see the eyes start to open, and then Atreyu gets through, and you're like, oh, I can't believe it. But this movie's great. Even, I think, the, uh, the princess at the end, the princess who needed a name, was, like, the very first time I remember thinking, wow, that girl's cute. And I was, like, five or six at the time when I saw it. She's a smoke show. <laughs> yes, for a five or six year old boy, I, I, I suppose she is. But then there's the big vengeance on the bully scene at the very end, where they twist the the story he was reading in together with his actual reality. Whoa! Yeah, there's a storm. It's scary, but uh, it's a great movie, and I plan on scarring for forever my children if I have some that will. I'll make sure they see it too early. Oh yeah, so that it sticks with them forever. Uh, I love this movie. It's been years since I've seen it. And I think I found out uh, a couple of weeks ago my wife hadn't even seen this movie. Like she doesn't get it. If I yell out, Valcor, she doesn't say, Atreyu, nothing happens. It's a lot like talking about this movie with Zach. He's never seen it, 
So who's you got Va- no- wait, who's Valcor? Valcor is this big weenie dog flying dragon thing at the end. Oh, I thought I thought that was Atreyu. Who's Atreyu? Atreyu is the main character in the in the story that he's reading. Oh, so there's Bastion, and then there's Atreyu, who's his essentially his avatar character, sort of as he reads the story. Oh, Zach, you are gonna have to sit down and watch this, dude. I'm kind of curious. I loved Page Master. You ever heard of that one? I have not. Is that like Viewmaster? It was. It was. <laughs> it was Christopher Lloyd and um, and Macaulay Culkin. Back when he was doing the Home Alone dates, when he was like at the height of his fame, it's Page Master. So it was half, half uh, real, half like cartoon in the book type thing. No, mm, it was no that that was probably like my never ending story um, that we watched most in in our house. But uh, uh, Artex was the guy's horse. Now that I'm now that I'm remembering Artex. things, Artex Artex drowns in the swamp. Man, I gotta go back. I gotta watch this one because it, it seems like something that would be up in my alley. Wait, I didn't get your oh, beers. I'm gonna Sorry. give this fifteen. I'm gonna because 15. for the last four weeks now, my my go to standby, my uh, my sleeper beer, my starter beer, my beer that I drink when I've run out of good stuff is has been all day IPA, and I buy a fifteen oh. pack on a Friday. And it'll last me through the weekend. That's awesome. It's a never-ending beer, <laughs> and uh, and it's also funny. My wife has kind of turned her turned her nose up at it. She's sort of turned into a, a page in her drinking, where she doesn't like all day anymore, and doesn't. She's too hard. It was always her favorite, but she's like, I think I'm kind of over it. So if I get all day now, I know that it's going to be there when I want it because she hasn't touched it. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this with a, a never-ending case of all-day IPA from Founders. Nice. Okay. Uh, I uh, like I said, I've never seen this movie, and I noticed that. Is it part in German? Some of it's in German, or was it like a dubbed or anything? No, no, no. it's 100% American. Why do they have, they've got like Das Album and stuff when I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> I'm so disappointed you haven't seen it. I know. This movie, like, it, it molds your imagination as a child. A childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How old's your son now? He's uh, he's five now. He's perfect age. Sit down, and, and he'll remember it forever. Okay, so maybe maybe that's what we'll do at the Miller household here yet here on the weekend, and I'll have I'll have ten. I'll have okay. a, a six pack and and some change of a Poliner because it's a half of ice in. It comes from Germany. I figure you know he saw German subtitles and figured German, there's a tie in. <laughs> there's a tie in there. Um, it says German dark fantasy film. Whatever that means. <laughs> Are you sure you're on the right page? It's old, never-ending story. <laughs> and I think I think one thing that is now getting overshadowed because of the uh, the whole quarantine and everything is Cinco de Mayo. Are you Are you celebrating it at all, or is there any like any no, chance you're man. gonna have Corona? No, no. I mean, it's Tuesday. Mm. I might. Who knows? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Taco Tuesday, thirsty. Tuesday. I feel like anything goes these days. Yeah. If you want to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, go right ahead. <laughs> Tecate. Uh, so, yeah. What's the one they advertise on TV all the time? Dos Equis. Uh, right? Modelo. Oh, Modelo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a few. I, I certainly, like my wife, she had a hankering for some Corona a couple weeks ago, and it was maybe because we're all talking about right. the coronavirus and stuff, so getting thirsty. And I was like, it's been a while since I've had a good good Corona. So I went up and picked a Corona Extra up, and it's been drinking pretty good. I'm not going to have any leftover for Tuesday, but it's been drinking pretty good. <laughs> Got to go out again. You know, it was funny. I was talking earlier this week with uh, with Jason. We were laughing about how much beer you're drinking in quarantine, mm. and it didn't even dawn on me. If you live north of the border, all those cans and bottles you've been drinking for the last six weeks have deposit, and all oh. the bottle deposits are closed right now because, you know, that's a great way to pass around germs. 
So if you're north of the border, you're sitting on fifty, sixty, eighty dollars worth of bottles and cans that are taking up space in your garage and your recycling bin. It's not like good old Indiana. You just throw that crap out. I thought, you know what? I didn't even think about. It. I didn't think of the plight of my fellow drinker north of the border. No, I didn't think about that either. Yeah. Have you gone north of uh, north of the border for beer yet? Uh, not yet. I I I do plan on it. Um, I mean, if I if I can't, it's essential still, right? If I go there, yeah. They, they've been coming down here. I know that. Some of the people from Niles and stuff have been coming into Indiana because our our restrictions are less or something like that. I don't know. I I, I couldn't even tell you. I do remember that long, now now since this all started, long gone are the days when we're like, hey, I'm going to State Line. Hey, I'm going to Crockers. <laughs> like now you don't have to, especially if you walk into a place like Hop Station and have your pick of the litter on a on a selection that changes every single week. It's so awesome. It is awesome. The, I mean, the way that they they've been doing the growler fills and stuff. I because I've I've long thought about. Someplace that I think that there might have been someplace up in Michigan that does that allows you to fill your own growler. You know, you kind of pay by the ounce as it's going into the growler. Um, or maybe it might. Maybe I'm thinking of uh, pay by the ounce when you get the the cup. Like you've been to Chicago yeah, where there's yeah. like those restaurants that they have. Um, or like you give them your credit card. They're like, all right, yeah. you get unlimited tap privileges for an hour. And you're yes. like, all right, let me do some work. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, but I've thought about that, where you can just go and fill up growlers to go, and then it it almost functions like a liquor store, but it's like you were mentioning earlier in the show with Hop Station. And, I mean, you can basically go wherever you want now. Yeah, the way they're working it is if you if there's anything they have on tap, you can get a growler, howler, uh, fill of it on the spot, which is which is really cool. And uh, I know places like uh, LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern have been selling just beer to go. If they have it, they'll sell it. And uh, it does make me feel bad that I realize, like, I can kill a growler by myself in, like, a few a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. On a Friday. So you get home, I have these three growlers. I'm like, yes, beer for the weekend. Saturday afternoon rolls around. I'm like, no, I've got to go get more. <laughs> Tear them up. Um, I, I have noticed there, there's a couple of smaller breweries too, like, uh, Westwind, they're doing, um, the howlers to go and stuff because like, you don't, you, yeah, they did that yesterday. It was uh, curbside pickup. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty cool. Like that even, even small scale can still do, you know, growlers, howlers, et cetera. And you can go around and, and pick these up cause it's still essential to pick up your beer. And you can kind of map out all the locations that are open, you know, whether it's Elkhart, South Bend, North of the border. Yeah, and if you do have a favorite brewery and you're just wondering, look at uh, look up look them up on Facebook and uh, and on Instagram because they all do a great job of letting people know these are the hours we're open, this is how we're serving people, this is how we're you know maintaining social distancing. I've been looking for an excuse to run up to Kalamazoo, go to Wax Wings. Ooh, uh, I've got some friends that are, are up that way routinely, and they bring back uh, I don't know what they're called. They're smaller than crawlers. They're like 16 ounce cans that they, they can on the spot. Whoa, prowler, prowler. Mm. I don't know what the word is. It's adorable. Oh yeah, but, little cute mini growler. Yeah, but now now the, the mental battle of is how far can I go and still you know convince myself that this is essential. Like I said earlier, I'd love to go to Transient and just do some shopping. Yeah, uh, but that is a, a little bit of a haul. Uh, but if you get yeah, and if and you I get, get busted, right? Zach, coming across the border with contraband, <laughs> just I can't go back. Just have the note on your window that says I have the corona. Or either that, I'll do one of those YouTube guy things and say I'm a sovereign traveler, a oh. citizen traveler. <laughs> I know my rights. <laughs> constitutionally free, blah, blah, blah. Eastbound and down. Yeah, but then you see me on the news getting tased, and then uh, all my confiscated transients being enjoyed by the people who done brought me in. Oh. Rich fantasy life I live. 
Welcome to the pick six. Zach throws in three beers. I throw in three beers. You can take this information and say, wow, those guys have terrible taste. That's not what I would have picked. Or say, hey, those sound good. Maybe I'll try one. These are our staff suggestions, and uh, each week we pop in three. I'm going to go first because uh, one of them is a beer that I've, I've had once. And I saw on Instagram that they are going to be canning and uh, and sending it out. I'm 99% sure they don't distribute in this area, but uh, Two Toms from oh. Fort Wayne has their key lime pie sour. Ooh. And we had it one day down at Hob Station, and it was one of the best key lime, bi- key lime pie or key lime-ish beers I've ever had. Uh, it was amazing. And I saw they were canning it, and my mouth started to water, and I thought, oh. That's one of those flavors, bro. That's one of those flavors mm. I can totally go for. And uh, the other two I'm going to throw in are from the same brewery, Untitled Art, one of my uh, my favorite breweries of the last couple of years. They had one they released uh, earlier this week. It was at Citywide. It was called the Zanzibar Chocolate Ice Cream Stout. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it, it clocked in at 8%, so it wasn't super, super powerful like some uh, some you know headier stouts are. But it was, I don't know what a Zanzibar chocolate bar is. But when you eat or when you drink this beer, you, it tastes exactly like a chocolate ice cream bar. Like if you were to take the chocolate out of a Neapolitan ice cream, I mean, you, you can, your brain went straight there. And I thought that's that's a nicely pronounced. That's uh, that's pretty good. And the other one is a, a blackberry fruit smoothie mm. uh, from Untitled Art. I also picked that up at City uh, Citywide, and it was uh, lighter on the ABV. It was like four four and a half percent, but it was really good with a flavor like blackberry. Sometimes I know that this is how a lot of blueberry beers hit me. It's just too much. It's too overpowering. It's like it's almost cartoony. And uh, with something like blackberry, I've had them before in uh, in stouts and some sours, which is way way overpowering. But this was just enough where you, your tongue hits it and you think, "All right, this is blueberry," but it also opens up a little bit and lets you enjoy the rest of the beer. And it's not uh, it's not all you taste when you smell and drink it, and then have that that back end come back at you. Blueberry is hit or miss, for sure. I hate it. I'm a, <laughs> dude, I'm a hater. I think earlier, Windmill had a blueberry meme sickle stout, something something along that line that everyone was drinking on earlier this week, and I thought, nah, nah, dog, nah. not for me. <laughs> uh-huh. um, what, what about you, Young Miller? For for me, you mentioned it earlier, uh, the Four Giants I'm going to throw in there. The Four Giants IPA is a good one um, from Founders Brewing Company. They, they nailed it. I mean, uh, it comes in at 9.2%, and it tastes like... It's it's like double trouble meets um, ridiculous and I'm trying to think of some of the other big ones that they have, but it's it's pretty delish. Um, the other one that I'm going to throw in there is for Cinco de Mayo coming up, and it is the 420 strain insane OG from uh, Sweetwater. It's a Mexican style craft beer, but this is the one that smells like a skunk, and I feel like it's it's it when you drink it when you open it up, it's like it smells like weed. But then as soon as you're drinking it, you're like, wow, this is like a really good Corona or Dos Equis. And it's just... I think you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago because yeah. you had it and your wife walked in and thought, ooh, someone's smoking them tweeds. Yeah, but it is so good. It's 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 refreshing. It's delicious. Um, I would. It comes in at 5.6%. And then the other uh, local one that I would hit up would be Yakida for their their crawlers they do the uh, the carry out or pub garden pickup and they've got this test subject number five pail clocks in at like four something percent it's delicious it is good it's really good but i mean any of their other stuff is good too so i'm i'm still waiting for breakfast cookies to come back that or is that only a november thing probably 
a winter thing. Hey, maybe it's going to be like uh, like all the movie companies now are giving us the movie instantly on demand. Yeah. We, maybe it's going to be like that. Maybe they're just like, you know what? You're at home. You need it now. This is when we're going to give you the entertainment. It's like Christmas in July. It is. <laughs> Uh, there's a whole uh, chunk of music to my beers to get to. We have to get to the chick pick. We have to get to news and notes. Do we have any news and notes? Um, you there, got some time. Make some up. There's one new beer coming out. I'm I'm a part of the, the oh. cadre with founders. Oh, all right. Is that how you pronounce it? Cater? Cadre? That, I have no idea. And, uh, you know, this is actually what? Uh, yesterday would have been weird. Two weeks away from when Dark Lord Day would have been happening. Dude. So bummed. May, I may have to crack a Dark Lord on that day just to, to remind myself where I should have been if it weren't for all this COVID-19 nonsense. Dude. I still haven't even heard a rumor what they're going to do as far as moving that back. They just said uh, postponed and we'll let you know. So I think they're waiting for, uh, I don't know. I don't know because the, the argument that a lot of people are having right now is, yes, you could open up, sure, down the line in a few weeks. Yeah, you might be able to have your concert or your event. But that doesn't mean people are going to attend. Yeah. So can you have an event that may or may not be successful? So maybe Three Floyds is waiting to see uh, what kind of crowds come out for other things. Do you think that they could do like the car? I don't know if it would be a carpool, and this would probably be miles upon miles of cars, but like a parade type thing like people have been doing where you line up all your vehicles and then they just bring it out to your car. Like let's say you've got a ticket. They take it to the car. Uh, yeah, man, I, I don't only because of the sheer volume. I mean, if you think about what, 10,000 people, what yeah. is even the number of people at Dark Lord Day? Uh, I, I think about that much at three Floyds. And, that, and, and, you know, these are the things I think about during a shower beer. You're sitting like, I wonder what they're going to do with all that beer. I think the smartest thing that they could do with that beer is hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And then next year, do like a, like a double size Dark Lord Day, do like a double price, double allotment for both years. I mean, that's a good idea. That's not bad. But what if next year when people still aren't gathering in crowds? You know, this could be uh, this could be a huge change in these massive beer festivals, depending on how the public reacts. I think I think we're going to be through this or, or in, out the other side in, in a matter of a year, just because people you forget. And you may have a vaccine by then too. That's yeah, the other thing. Yeah, you forget. You get more comfortable. And eventually, you know, things will will kind of get back to the way sort of they used to be. I think, but yeah. um, it, it doesn't change the fact that every time I go downstairs and look at the Dark Lord, I think, oh, I I want. I want the allotment that I'm sure I was almost going to buy because this thing started this thing this thing started the week the week before we were supposed to buy tickets on that uh that week before St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Do you so do you think that you don't think they're going to act like they're like a goose island or anything and and release it out to distributors and then the distributor no. takes it? No. You get it on a list at like Citywide or Belmont because this is where where somebody who's either in the business of craft beer could could answer the question for us. And you know what? If you if you have the answer, shoot us a message because I don't know if you would count that as some sort of a write down for business taxes for this year, like money we were supposed to make that we lost. If there's some sort of financial incentive from the government to do that, like whether you get reimbursed or taxes or it's part of your your um, you know your small business loans, right. stimulus, whatever. Yeah. But I also don't know you know if if they do distribute it. I mean, I'm sure they'll sell it all, but if you see a bottle of beer sitting on a shelf at $22 and you're unfamiliar with what this is, I mean, I don't know. It's More gonna, for me. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be really interesting to see, but also like, how do you get that variant, bro? Yeah. How am I supposed to flip this for triple the profit and max those profits out? But it's going to be, it'll be interesting to see, and then it's going to affect other beer releases because this is going to bring us shortly toward uh, Prop Day. I did notice that um, Decora. Oh, out in Iowa? Oh, yeah. Toppling Goliath was still going forward with their assassin release this 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 weekend. Whoa, really? Yeah, I think I saw on Thursday that they were posting on Instagram. They're still planning on going through with it, and I think yeah, there's going to be some distancing because 
that beer festival is not as giant. It's not to scale. Yeah. So and there's only so many tickets that people can actually get. Yeah, you're not dealing with four, like you know, three hundred thousand bottles of beer or anything. I think it's, I think it's like ten thousand bottles, maybe. Wow. It might even be less than that. And you get a four pack with that, or I think you get two. Okay. Is what I saw. So there, I mean, there are st- some breweries that are still figuring out a way to get around it. They might, maybe they'll break up. You know what? Instead of buying groups on a day, maybe your your buying group instead of hours on a day is a day. Like oh. Three Floyds, Group A, you can come and pick it up this day. Group B, you can drive it there this day and pick it up. It's like Founders KBS Week. Yeah. You know, when they release that, it's always like Monday through Friday, and you have a certain day that you can go and pick yours. Yeah, and like oh. and, and like Tampa Beer Week, the same thing with uh, with Cigar City and the, and the Huna Day stuff. That's not bad. That's not a bad idea. I like that, actually. I mean, it's something they have to roll out and inform people of, because if you're going to carpool with your buddy, but like, bro, I got Tuesday. I got Thursday. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Ooh, that would be a little difficult. Uh, what you've just heard is Zach yeah. and I pretty much explaining why we are unqualified to manage the business end of a brewery. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have to get to news and notes here in just a bit. And uh, right now, though, we're going to clear the board for Darcy Murphy swinging through with this week's Chick Pick. Hey, it's Darcy with your Chick Pick. So I picked a beer that I had this week, and it's from my new favorite brewery. Everything I've had from them is just amazing. And like I said, they're my new favorite brewery. It's Untitled Art out of Wisconsin. I had their Blueberry Smoothie IPA. Holy smokes. First of all, it's purple. Gotta love a wacky color, right? Second of all, it's amazing. It's juicy. So juicy. It it really does not taste like a beer. It clocks in at about 7%. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't taste like there's booze in it at all. It's fantastic. I love their beers. They're fruity and juicy and amazing. I had one of their stouts, and now I can't think of the name of it. My friend dropped it off. It was really good, too. It smelled like chocolate pudding. Probably should have looked into that before I started talking. But that one was great. Anything from them is just amazing. Like I said, run to your local party store and grab something because it's readily available these days. I recommend the blueberry smoothie. Just had that, that this week and it was awesome. I'm Darcy. That's your chick pick. All right. Okay. So we get to talk about what we've got coming up, what we can look forward to. And uh, to be uh, honest, <laughs> I don't I honestly don't know. Um, this section is now for for the foreseeable future. Neither news nor notes. No, there we, we've got one new new beer coming out because I'm a member of that uh, Founders Cadre, the Inner Club, the Inner Club, and so I find out about beers that are gonna. It's called the uh, Brewed for Me or Brewed for Mi series. Ah, for Michigan. All right. Yeah, and uh, the one that they're gonna release is called Cerise. It's a cherry ale, a, ch- a tart cherry ale. And so that one's, it's similar to like um, the, uh, you know, the uh, Masagave and and other ones that they've released. I think this is going to be in six packs, though. Okay. It might even be in cans. All right. They're gonna, and, I'm, and I'm sure if it's going to be a Michigan-based thing, obviously they're going to go, Traverse City Cherries. It's Traverse City Cherries. Probably Traverse City. Yeah, Northern Michigan Cherries. Uh, there we go. Yeah, speaking of that Masagave, I did see earlier in the week a couple of check-ins of the Masagave grapefruit. Oh. We talked about that about a month and a half, maybe two months ago. Yeah. That they were headed that way with that, so maybe that's something I should keep my eye open for. I'll check. You know what I'll do? I'll check my beer ordering apps. Yeah. Check check those out. Uh, next time you're at like a grocery store, maybe look in the, in the single section. Right. Yeah, that's. 
Um, other than that, I think if you just go to our website, 1039thebear.com, Operation Restaurant Rescue is another good source of helping out local breweries and uh, brew pubs and places like that. Yeah, and we do also uh, share like beer heads up on Music of My Beers. Like uh, earlier this week, we put up there that Westwind was doing curbside on Saturday. So if mm-hmm. you saw that, you'd be like, oh, I'll take advantage of that. So like us and make sure you stay up on, uh, on what beer news there is to be had. Yeah. All right, Zachary. Yeah, there we go. That's going to do it for another episode of Music to Buy Beers here in quarantine. Uh, We will most likely be reruns next week due to uh, social distancing guidelines set forth by the company and the fact that Zach Miller's going up north. So (gasps) you didn't hear it from me. It's essential travel. It's essential travel. So uh, we will see you back here in a couple of weeks. Uh, On behalf of Zach and myself, this is Music to Buy Beers. Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.